Graham Rising. I don't know where the time went. I feel like it was just last Monday. If you want to talk about manifestation and prayer, listen to this live today. Because we get very confused by the two. And many people will say, manifestation is new age. And people get very offended by um, these teachings. And these are ancient teachings that most people don't understand. That's exactly what, the, what they are. So I want to talk about manifesting in prayer because Graham Rising, what's up? Um, it is often very um, misunderstood. This whole idea is misunderstood. What's up from Chicago? Hi. <laughs> Graham Rising, everybody from wherever you are in the entire world. I didn't know what I was going to talk about today. And I usually never do. And of course, I open up the book and it lands where it lands. And this, I'm reading today from one of the smallest books ever, Feeling is a Secret, Neville Goddard. And I opened to chapter three, which was prayer. And um, I like talking about these subjects because many people will come onto my page and say that you're talking new age and it's against this and that and you need Jesus and all these things. And um, from what the Bible explains... Jesus talks a lot about manifestation, but he just says it in different words. Um, and <clears throat> my post last night, for some reason, angered many people. And um, I'll get back to the prayer part. I spoke about uniting people. And somehow the messages constantly get misconstrued or that you're never doing enough. Um, well, you should be talking about Palestine and ceasefire and all these things. And um, my contribution to humanity right now is empowering people. And by me posting a meme on my Instagram is not going to cease any fire. The, the internet is not even real. Um, so let's be real about that. The internet doesn't even exist. They could press one button and the whole thing disappears. It doesn't exist. So my contribution to humanity is helping people use their mind, reprogram their subconscious mind, to empower yourself. Because people want to make change always out there. People want to make change out here, out here. But nobody wants to make change in here. So what good is it that you want to change something out there when you refuse to even change yourself? That doesn't make any sense to me. You want to change every everything. You want to change everyone else. This person's like, you should be using your platform for this. You should be using your platform for that. You shouldn't be telling anybody what to do. You should be worrying about what's in your own house. In here. Right? Because if you're pointing the finger at someone else, that means you're not doing something yourself. The internet isn't real. It's not real. So I wanted to get into manifestation and prayer because we could say that prayer isn't real. We could say that manifesting isn't real. But energy doesn't lie. Emotions don't lie because they're energy in motion and they bring back or boomerang whatever you are thinking and feeling boomerangs back to you. So when people will often say you should be doing this or you should be doing that, I am doing a lot of something and you guys are here every Monday and Friday with me doing this work because we want to make change within ourselves because once we change ourselves on the inside and here, the outside starts to reflect that. Your immediate reality will reflect that. Your community that it, or your immediate family will start to reflect those changes. 
and then your energy will penetrate other people simply because you changed your ideas and consciousness. And people can believe it or they don't have to believe it. Um, that is completely up to you. But this is based on ancient wisdom. This is based on scientific proof that this is the way that this matrix system system works. So if you want to change, let's talk about the difference between manifestation and prayer. They're very much similar. But we've been taught when we pray, at least in my religion when I was Catholic, was notice i said was i don't believe in religion but we were taught that it's you have to beg prayer is begging ask your lord for forgiveness and you know pray for the things that you don't have but what we were never taught is how to do that and when it comes to manifestation and prayer why they are the same thing is because you're using your subconscious energy you're using your higher self right What's up, Doc? We are utilizing higher source energy than what we have down here. So prayer and manifestation are using the same part of the mind. We just aren't taught these things. I am trying harder now, collaborating with people rather than hardcore finding love, cultural. Can you explain that? Let's just get into Feeling is the Secret by Neville Goddard, Chapter 3 where I opened up to is prayer. Prayer like sleep is also an entrance into the subconscious. When you pray, enter into your closet. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father, which is in secret and your father, which is in secret shall reward you openly. Prayer is an illusion of sleep, which diminishes the impression of the outer world and renders the mind more receptive to suggestion from within. So when I read that, I was like, holy shit. When I would be in prayer, you know, when I was younger and in religion, I didn't notice or I didn't know that I was going into a trance-like state, which helps to influence my subconscious mind. So when this says, prayer is an illusion of sleep, which diminishes the impression of the outer world. When I would pray, the outer world disappeared. Like when I would go to church and I would pray, the outer world suddenly didn't exist. And it was only that inside world that I had to take from or receive from. And much like prayer manifestation is the same thing. You go into a sleep-like trance to impress the subconscious mind. And we don't know that's what we're doing when we pray. But if we're consciously manifesting, we understand that that is what we're doing. So when you're asking for something, the difference from between prayer and manifestation, with manifestation, you have to act as if it's already happened. Give thanks as if it's already happened. I am so happy and grateful. It's always in the present tense. I am so happy and grateful that I met the love of my life. I am so happy and grateful that I'm a multimillionaire through my new business that I always dream to be successful. So if we just even write down the words, I am so happy and grateful. Go to the grocery store. I am so happy and grateful that I've always provided for every time I spend money. It's living in the state of the wish fulfilled. What is the state? What is your wish fulfilled? Then you live in the present tense from that. With prayer, it's asking, it's begging. Please, God, just please give me this. Please give me X, Y, and Z. When we come from a state of begging or asking, it, it means that we are coming from a state of lack. So if we are lacking, 
the energy that we're putting out is lack energy. So lack energy can only come back to us. But if we live as if we already have it, we are in a state of gratitude instead of a state of not having. I'm glad that it's helpful. But prayer sends us into that meditative state. And this is the trick. When you're in the meditative state through prayer, and you're in a state of begging or asking for, that is impressing the subconscious mind I do not have. I do not have. When you want God to heal sick and dying family friends, do we manifest their recovery? Yes, that's what praying is. Like how many amazing, miraculous stories have you heard? And I told the story about my little sister when she was sick in the hospital in ICU for months on end. A healer lady came in and she said, you know, grab hands and we'll pray. And she saw her well. She saw my little sister well. And after this lady left, all of a sudden things started to change. Because when people say the power of prayer, the power of prayer. When people, when you use energy that's laser focused, when you use energy from hundreds of people, 50 people, 10 people, 1,000 people, you use that energy, that collective energy, and you laser focus it into something. I am so happy and grateful that this person is healthy and, and healed. I am so happy and grateful to see this person running around in an open field or whatever it is. I'm so happy and grateful to see this person back at work doing what they love to do. And everyone has the same visualization. That is how we manifest things, whether it's health, wealth, anything that it is, right? Joe, of course I'm going to save it. How would we know if something is impressed in our subconscious? Good question. You know it's impressed in your subconscious mind when you no longer fear if you get it or you don't. Because you, the feeling is so strong in you. And I'll give you an example from myself. When I was young and I had a dancer's salary, I would always worry about where I was going to get money. If I make this amount of money, then I'll pay this bill. If I make this amount of money, I can go and buy this thing that I wanted. That's me worrying that I'm not provided for. Now, I know that I'm provided for financially. I don't even think about it. I know I'm going to open my bank account. There's just going to be more money. There's just going to be more money. That's how you know that your, your subconscious is impressed, is impressed upon. If, you, if it's you, you're buying your dream house or you have your dream house, you don't yet have it, but in your mind you have it. It's not even worry. It's like, I know this is coming. Divine timing. When we stop worrying about things, that's how we know that we have impressed our subconscious. Because when we constantly worry about whether or not we have something, you're still coming from a state of lack. You're still coming from a state of lack if you're constantly worrying, why isn't it here yet? Well, I thought I manifested this right. Am I doing something wrong? Once your desire goes out the window and you don't even think about it, that's when it comes. And this is true if people are like, oh my God, I just thought about, you know, this person last week and they called me. You forgot about it. You had a thought that popped into your head. That energy transferred to that other person. And when that person got a chance, they called you. That's how manifestation works. It's just putting energy out there and just saying, I know it's coming back to me. I know. Right? That's how you know that you have impressed your subconscious mind. I like questions like that. 
My RV isn't fixed yet, but I, I'm happy with a plan. Can you please give us an example of how you implemented the manifesting strategy to create something in your own life? Did I just explain that kind of? Give an example of how you implemented the manifesting. Let me answer that question by saying every minute of the day, we are manifesting. Words cast spells. Every word that you think, every word that you speak is casting a spell. Spell casting is real because it's just the way that the world works. It's just the way that the matrix system works. You speak things into existence. So if I'm constantly thinking all day long, I'm not worthy to be loved. I really like this person, but he's never going to like me back. Why am I always left? Why do people always leave me? Why do I keep why do I keep dating the same people over and over again? I already know what's going to happen. Because it's what our beliefs about ourselves are that are true. Or that we believe to be true. Not that are true. So if every day you live in a state of I am not worthy, your reality is only going to reflect that. When you change your subconscious programming, which can be done with affirmations, which can be done with um, reprogramming the subconscious audios that you listen to at night, go on YouTube. There's millions of them. By journaling, by visualization, hypnosis, EMDR therapy. There's many different methods to reprogram the subconscious, and it's not all about manifestation. It's just about changing your programming because your programming changes your life. If every day you walk around and you're like, oh, I wish I could afford that. Must be nice that this person has all these things. You're living in a state of lack. So if like attracts like, and you're constantly putting out words that that are lack, you can only like attracts like. Lack attracts lack. You can't pray for something. Oh, God, please send me the man of my dreams or the woman of my dreams. Please, I, I just really want to be in a relationship. Lack attracts lack. So you have to get into the state of you already being so happy and grateful for your amazing life, so happy and grateful for the love of your life, but write it down. Yes, he's right here. Write down in detail exactly what you want. If you don't know what you want, how are you going to get it? How are you going to ask for something if you don't know what it is that you want to ask for? You have to get very clear, especially because we are constantly manifesting every day. Words cast spells. So if every day you're walking around in a state of, oh, my back hurts. I'm so sick. I have headaches every single day. I did that for years. That was like my story. I was a dancer and this is my story. Like I worked so hard. That was my story. So the universe gave me more stories to tell about how much aches and pains that I had. Right? Now today, I'm not complaining. I have three patches on. Woke up. My neck was hurting. I'm like, going to take care of this right now. I manifested the patches into my life. I was looking for something that was going to help me with the pain that I had every single day and every single method that I tried, nothing worked. Gary found me. I did not listen to what he wanted to tell me about these things. And I changed my life because finally I was like, this is the answer. This is the answer that I've been looking for. So we manifest things all the time. 
everything we have today is a manifestation. Can challenge your story because manifesting the patches. What? Can you... <laughs> Guys, just write in full sentences. I don't know if I missed any questions. I'm constantly pulled down by the negative energy of an integral person in my life. It's so draining. If you are with somebody that's draining your energy, you need to shift your energy. What is it that you believe about yourself that you allow someone to do this to you? That you don't have boundaries with this person? If someone is incredibly negative in your life, you have a choice of what you're going to do or how you're going to work out the situation. You work it out in here. You don't work it out with them and tell them how much they have to change and stop doing this. You change the person in here. You change this person and you see the other person different. I'm so happy and grateful that this person finally shifted, made a positive shift in their life. Or when you no longer tolerate these things because you understand that the only reason you're tolerating these things. Damn it. Um, three, please. I forgot the water person is coming to drop off my BPA free spring water. I have to go. Hold on a second. I have to go put the water bottles out the door. Shit. Hopefully he can get in without me having to. Hold on. I got to go put those out at the door. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay. Um, what did I miss? I have cut all negative thinking people in my life. <sighs> so, when it comes to this shift, because I was reading something this morning about... <laughs> good. I'm glad you kept you entertained. I was reading something about the shift this morning. Um... Where people right now, like how the timelines are splitting, how we are shifting to a different level of consciousness, whether you accept it or you don't, I think many people can feel that something is changing, something is different. A lot of us are losing people, not to death, but losing people in our lives that all of a sudden they just fall away. Or all of a sudden you're like, I just don't resonate with this person anymore. You find yourself excuses of why you're not talking to them or why you're not seeing them. We are shifting very, very rapidly in the level of consciousness um, that we are gaining, attaining, rising to. And manifestation has a big part to that in a sense of the subconscious mind. When you are elevating and constantly elevating yourself, <clears throat> there are people that just can't go with you for all of us, right? Right. And Chris says, but also gaining new people. 
And that's the truth because if you're, if you are, you know, going to a new social place, you're going to meet people there, right? So we're going to a new place of, uh, of energy or vibration. There's other people there that you don't know. So it's like you're going to a social club and you're like, oh, these are all my people. It happened to a lot of us, especially since 2020. Like we found our people that we really, really vibe with. And then we realized, huh, maybe some of these aren't my people, right? And then you meet other people somewhere else. And then you meet people from your old timeline. And you're like, no, this doesn't feel right. It feels familiar, but it doesn't feel right. So we have a very big choice to make in where we want to go in consciousness in this lifetime because we're rising and shifting whether people want to go or you don't want to go. You could stay back in the old paradigm or you can shift to a new reality. That is the choice that we have in this lifetime. Do we want to rise in consciousness or do we want to stay small? My last slide I talked about staying as a bud or growing into a flower or a beautiful tree that people can, you know, benefit from the fruits of your labor. Which do you want? I'm going back to discussing prayer or manifestation. We talked about the difference in that. Prayer is more begging rather than being grateful and coming from a space of gratitude. Where manifestation is being grateful for something that you don't even yet have. It's just the faith in knowing that you will get it. Right? Evolve in evolution. I wanted to get to the next page of this though. Because I, I literally read one sentence and then I talk for 30 minutes. Um, this one. The perfectly disciplined man is always in tune with the wish as an accomplished fact. The perfectly disciplined man or woman is always in tune with the wish as an accomplished fact. Because someone asked, how do you know if you've impressed your subconscious mind? If you are perfectly disciplined in your mind, you know that it's already accomplished. It's a fact to you. It's a fact. Just like I manifested my car overnight. I always tell the story. Last year, my lease was up and there was no cars in the dealership that I liked. So I said to my mom, like, I'm going to go build a car. She's like, it's going to take a year for you to get it. You're never going to get it. The parts aren't here. This, that. <laughs> it's going to take forever. Just get something there. I said, I don't like any of these cars. I'm not going to pay all this money for a car. And I don't like it. So I went on the website. I built a baby blue car with red interior. That is odd enough. That that shit just doesn't come made. You have to have it made. So I was like, my dealership didn't have anything even close to that. So the ne very next day, I went on a dealership that was close to here. And I looked on the website. I was just scrolling and looking. The exact car that I built the night before said arriving soon, not at their dealership, at my dealership. This was in less than 24 hours. My mother said, do not do it. You're never going to find that the car will never be here. It'll take over a year to get this car. I manifested the exact car overnight to my own dealership. Got on the phone with the dealership. I said, I see that you have this car coming in. Write my name on the hood with a Sharpie. And the dealer, he laughed at me. And 
he was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Like they don't make these colors because I told him the story. So the perfectly disciplined man, I was disciplined in my thinking that that car is mine. There's no question about it. I'm not even going to think about it. I just happened to be on that other website. I was just looking to see what they had. That exact car was on that website. The perfectly disciplined man is always in tune with the wish as an accomplished fact. To me, it was a fact. It was factual that I was having this car no matter what. If we could do that with everything in our life, that it's an accomplished fact already. I don't have to worry. I don't have to say, where is it? Why is it not here yet? It's an accomplished fact. Whether it's a person that you want to be in a relationship with. That person will be back. I'm not even worried about it. Time isn't real anyway. It's a made up construct. You don't have to think about it. Because you know that everything is an accomplished fact, whether you have it or you don't. He knows that consciousness is the one and only reality. That ideas and feelings are facts of consciousness and are as real as objects in space. Are as real as objects in space. Right? Consciousness is the one and only reality. Everything that we have currently is a result of our past thinking. So if you don't like the way your reality looks right now, it is a result of your past thinking because everything and anything is consciousness. That's the only reality. And then we bring those realities in here, out here. That's why Neville Goddard has said, everything is you pushed outside of yourself. If I believe this to be true, it is pushed out into my reality. Everything is made of thinking substance, AKA consciousness, right? Well, I'm so glad. So if you don't like what your reality looks like, it is a result of your past thinking. And I explained this to you and to, to you guys in this way before, but if you haven't heard it, it's like a film roll when they had film, you know, when they had like physical film, you film something. When you develop that film, what's on the film roll? Exactly what you filmed. So your film roll in here, if you're constantly thinking the same thing over and over again, that's impressing the subconscious. That is you filming on that film. When you press play in your reality, what comes out? What you've been filming in here becomes the movie that you see out here. So you have to be careful with your thoughts all the time. Conscious think. Think consciously. And don't allow your thoughts to just wander all over the place. Right? This guy's probably going to call me, hopefully. Someone's going to let this guy in. So if you don't like the movie that you're watching, change the thoughts that you are thinking constantly. Exactly. Betty says no scary or crime movies. We don't want to watch any of those in here. Too many people watch scary movies in here and wonder why their reality is scary. You have to change your thinking, your thoughts and thinking. Um, okay. He knows that consciousness is one, one and only reality that ideas and feelings are facts of consciousness. 
and are as real as objects in space. Therefore, he never entertains a feeling which does not contribute to his happiness. For feelings are the causes of the actions and circumstances of his life. Let's read that again. He never entertains a feeling which does not contribute to his happiness. Think about how many times we entertain feelings that don't contribute to our happiness. So a person that is a perfectly disciplined man in consciousness never entertains a feeling which does not contribute to his happiness. No matter how much your subconscious mind wants to tell you, you're never going to have that. You're not good enough. You don't have the money. How are you going to afford that? This person doesn't love you. You're not lovable. You're fat. You're not beautiful. You're ugly. A disciplined man never entertains a feeling which does not contribute to his happiness. For the feelings are the causes of the actions and circumstances on of his life. On the other hand, the undisciplined man finds it difficult to believe that which is denied by the senses and usually accepts or rejects solely on the appearance on appearances of the senses. What does that mean? That means majority of people that are not disciplined in their mind, they look to their outside world and allow that to dictate their inside world. I don't have this out here. I can't afford this out here. So it makes me feel unworthy, but it's the opposite. I feel unworthy. So therefore the, the world and the universe and God shows me that I'm not worthy. But if I'm worthy in here every single day, and I'm like, I am treated like a goddess queen every single day. I always get everything that I want easily and effortlessly. Your reality starts to reflect that. It's getting delusional with yourself. It is getting delusional with your thoughts and your thinking. I'm glad that this is helpful. So the undisciplined man finds it difficult to believe that which is denied by the senses and usually accepts or rejects solely on appearance of the senses. That person rejected me, therefore I am not worthy. No, you feel not worthy on the inside, so you only can attract someone that is going to show you that you're not worthy. You're supposed to live, we are supposed to live from the inside out, not the outside in. So the inside is what creates the outside world. Not this person did this to me, so I feel this way. We attract every encounter that we have in life by the vibrational frequency that we put out. Oh my God, she's so lucky, he's so lucky. That person thinks in a different way. Someone that has all the things that they want, they think in a different way. It doesn't matter if you're a good person or high vibration and all that other shit, it doesn't matter. Your vibration, is not good. It doesn't have to be good or bad for you to manifest things, unfortunately. I liked your live recently. You, I didn't see Joe Yee's live. He did a live with Brother Sage. That's a good one. Um, okay. So because of this tendency to rely on the evidence of the senses, it is necessary to shut them out before starting to pray. This guy needs to be buzzed in and hopefully someone will buzz him in because I can't hear, I can't do it. Can you guys hear me? Someone said they can't hear me. Okay. Whenever you are in the state of mind, 
I should like to, but I can't. Or I'd like to, but I can't. The harder you try, the less you are able to yield to the wish. You never attract that which you want, but always attract that which you are conscious of being. And I've talked about this so many times. You don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. That's it. We attract what we are on the inside. So if we feel I'm not worthy, if we feel I'm not chosen, if we feel I can never have that, if we feel I can't afford that, then your reality reflects that. We don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. So think about that. If every day you think how you're not healthy, if every day you think that you're fat, if every day you think that you're never going to be loved, if every day you think, oh my God, it's so hard to make friends. You don't attract what you want. You attract what you believe to be true. That's it. Prayer is the art of assuming the feeling of being and having that which you want. So just going back, I'm reading from uh, Feeling is a Secret by Neville Goddard. It's a very, very small book. Hey, I lost my page. No, I didn't. Prayer is the art of assuming the feeling of being and having that which you want. That's simple. So what can we keep saying to ourselves to turn that around? What, it depends on what you your affirmations are. It depends on what your I am is. What is your I am? I'm not worthy. So the opposite of that is I am worthy of having everything that I could ever imagine. And every time a negative thought comes into your mind, you cancel it out with a, a positive affirmation. I'm so fat I can never lose weight. This weight has fallen off me so easily I can't believe it. I am at the perfect weight now. Right? It was a juice fast and it was three days. And it was great. I don't even want to eat food now, which is not good. So you change that. I am worthy of having everything good in my life. Exactly. I am worthy of having everything good in my life. Everything I desire comes to me effortlessly and easily. Right? That's how we change the subconscious is by constantly reprogramming. How did you learn to ride a bike? How did you learn your ABCs? Repetition. The subconscious mind is impressed upon by repetition. So if you want something to change in your reality, repetition. That's why when you listen to repro- your subconscious mind is most active at nighttime when you're sleeping. So or most easily impressed upon when you listen to the tapes at night, the audios on YouTube, they're eight hours, 10 hours long. It plays while you're sleeping. You don't hear it. Your subconscious hears it, though. Your subconscious doesn't ever turn off. So you are listening to the subliminal messages or you're listening to the affirmation tapes, and they're saying the same things over and over again. That's reprogramming the mind. Reprogramming the mind through repetition. ABCs. We don't learn our ABCs by saying them one time. We learn them by saying them over and over again. You'll never forget your ABCs as long as you live. That's impressing the subconscious mind. I used to have such negative self-talk, and you are so right. I had to reprogram the narrative. What ones do you listen to at night? Depends on what you want. If you want to attract money, look up, um, uh, reprogram the subconscious mind, attract money, or attract money affirmations. Attract money meditations. Those things are 8, 10, 12 hours long. Okay. <coughs> Leo. It's okay, Bobby. They're just, they're just working, bud. <coughs> Bobby. They're just working, honey. Come here. Come lay with mommy. <coughs> but if you want to reprogram the subconscious mind, 
is all about repetition. So you can look up uh, attracting love meditations, um, healing inner child meditations. There's a whatever it is specific to you. So I just find random ones because there's and I always look at the ones that have like a lot of views um, and I listen to them. Someone said I love listening to Brian Scott at night. There are tons and tons of them manifesting a specific person meditations. There's so many. So that's a really good place to start because you're not even doing any of the work. Your subconscious mind is doing it while you're sleeping. That is one of the easiest. If you want to get deeper into it, do hypnosis. Come here, baby. Come sit with mama. Come up here. Up, up, up. Boy. There he is. He's a multi-teacher rookie. He wants his breakfast. Well, do you want to eat your breakfast, mama? Mama, make you beefies? Leonardo? He's side-eyeing me. Are you looking at mama? He's manifesting his breakfast. Um, so that is, in a nutshell, how we reprogram, which is through repetition. If you don't like the things that are going on in your life, use repetition, use hypnosis. Do we need a specialist for hypnosis or can we do it alone? Basically, you are self-hypnotizing when you are... So Neville calls it the state akin to sleep sats. It's that time right before you're going to sleep that you can do your visualizations because it's a self-hypnosis. You're going into that brainwave frequency where hypnosis happens. So if you are visualizing exactly what it is that you desire, say it's like you want this dream house, see yourself in your bed, waking up every single morning, what do the rugs look like or what do the floors feel like under your feet? Really get very, very clear on that. And as you're falling asleep, the state akin to sleep, you are impressing your subconscious with that thought. So your subconscious is becoming more familiar with this thought and feeling it real, right? That energy that you're putting out is what manifests. I feel like I do that, but then I literally fall asleep. And that's fine that you fall asleep. Fall asleep thinking about your desired state. Don't fall asleep with, oh my God, I really need to say something to this person. Or I I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I going to pay all these bills? Because you're manifesting more of that. If you're thinking about worrying, you're using the most important time of your day to think about all the bad things that happen. That's what most people do when they're still, when they're in their bed and there's no distractions. You think about all the bad things. That's the worst time to do it because you're impressing your subconscious mind with that energy. Repetition, repetition, repetition programs the subconscious mind. And most of us, if not all of us that are doing the reprogramming work, it's very difficult to reprogram the subconscious mind because we're so used to negativity. So when we have these positive thoughts, when we have uh, these ideas, our subconscious is saying, you're never going to have that. You're, you're out of your mind. You're not worthy of this. You have to cancel that out. Our mind, Ryan, I love this. Our mind is our steering wheel. Best thing I've heard all day. Our mind is our steering wheel. Where are you stealing, steering yourself? Are you steering yourself in the direction of not worthiness? Are you steering yourself in the direction of wealth and success? Are you steering yourself in the direction of happiness? Or is your car just going into this 
off of a cliff saying you're not worthy, you're never going to have this, you're always going to be miserable, you're always going to be by yourself, you're never going to have the things that you want. Where is your car steering you? Thoughts are realities programmed to happen. Yes, exactly. I couldn't register that for a second. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the rebirth workshop. (coughs) Tickle my throat. (coughs) I might have to end the live. I tickle. Joe, I'm so proud of you. (coughs) What's that all about? Don't want me talking. I just want to send you unconditional love and gratitude. I really need this evaluation. I've been on this journey for a while, but still new to reprogramming and lately just been still. Listen, as long as we make movement, have you tried hypnosis? Fuck. I'm actually in a reprogramming, or I'm sorry, a hypnosis program right now. I have my third session. (laughs) I have my third session next week. It's amazing. When you find a hypnotherapist that is really good, because I've done hypnosis work before, I'm like, this doesn't do shit. Like, it just, I did not vibe with the person. Thank you. Coughing is spirit's way of clearing energy. Thank you. Um, But the person that I found, he's incredible. Um, The Multimineral Blend by Yaya Holistics. Um, After I do my sessions with him, I hear his affirmations like that the rest of the day, the next day. Like it's, I just hear it in my mind. It like plays, it's like a song. You know, when you sing a song and you can't get the song out of your head. That's what it's like for me anyway, with hypnosis was just, I keep repeating these affirmations that he says over and over again. I'm like, damn, this is like, that's how I know it got in there. Um, But hypnosis, it's incredible. I mean, that's how you do this. That's how you reprogram is, is through a form of hypnosis, whether you're self-hypnotizing or you actually have a hypnotherapist. It's incredible. Like when people have addictions or when people go to a hypnotherapist for smoking. And all of a sudden they're like, they wake up and they're like, I, I never smoked again. Her name is Trin. T-R-I-N-H. I think she's in my stories under natural products or something. She's incredible. Um, can you feel them working and making a positive difference? Without a doubt. Hypnosis is really powerful when you have the right hypnotherapist. And I looked and I I chose him based on reviews. Like he just had crazy reviews from people. And um, my mom was a hypnotherapist. She was very talented. It's a gift. Um, And it's a very, very amazing tool because in just a few sessions, you can change everything. Hypnosis for depression. Um, Yes. Because something's behind the depression that's causing it. But a lot of times depression is caused by mineral deficiency. I talk about lithium orotate all the time when it comes to depression. Because people think that it's always situational, that depression is situational. But more times than not, depression comes from deficiency of minerals. Because your brain is not functioning properly. And it's imbalanced. It's very, very imbalanced. 
I would like to try a hypnotherapist if I get the right one. Just start looking up hypnotherapy. Lithium orotate. O-R-O-T-A-T-E. Orotate. My hypnotherapist does Zoom. Yes, he does. Just send me a DM because I don't... His name's George. And that's all that I know. I don't know anything else. Just find her name. Just look up Trin. And she'll probably come up because she has a large following. Um... Because I've been doing her face exercise. So I would look up hypnotherapy. But I've been rambling. So we're going to conclude for today. My depression was from my breast implants. Got them out. No depression. Now implants are toxic. So it's literally imbalances in the body. Imbalances in the body more often than not causes depression. And someone said, I believe depression occurs when you stop following your soul's path. That too, so there's situational depression and there's also depression based on Yaya Holistics is the CMOS brand. Doctor here in Canada said, we do not check for mineral deficiency. <laughs> that is literally the reasoning behind most illness is mineral deficiency. I'm with David Wolf. Tell David I said hi. And that we need to get together sometime this century. I love him. Um, can I write what? Yes, love, nature, life, lithium, orotate, yes. I was just chatting with Seek Oneness about my depression. Make sure you buy high-quality CMOS. Yes, the CMOS by Yaya. I mean, I know him personally. And um, I know where he sources things from. I've been taking his brand for probably six years now. And that literally changed my life when it comes to depression was when I started to supplement with minerals. Um, Trin George, thank you. The face yoga lady. Follow her because, listen, these cheekbones, I always had high cheekbones, but I'm literally working out my cheekbones now. And they definitely are much higher. She calls them cheek push-ups. Um, I'm glad that you were guided to the slide. So again, guys, we're going with reprogram the subconscious mind. We can do our audios. If we're not ready for hypnosis yet, do the audios at night. Go on YouTube and look up whatever it is that you want and listen to it. I just ordered a Neville Goddard book. The Neville Goddard book will be helpful. He's a little hard to understand at first, but once you understand his language and lingo, you'll be, um, you'll be on your way to feeling the secret. Feeling is the secret. Grand Rising, KS Farmwife. So we're going to conclude for today, or else I'm just going to keep talking for the next three hours, which I don't think we want to sit here for that long. Um, have an amazing and beautiful day. I have a meeting with Gary at 11. I dated a billionaire. He caused my depression. They love money. I swear it's real demons in there. Good riddance to him. Those rich, great guys brainwash. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Um... I didn't curse too much. Are you happy? Thank you, Barbie. <laughs> no. Guys, I'm glad you could listen all day because I could definitely talk all day. I have to get my shit together and plan the next retreat. I still haven't done this so that we could talk about this together in person. So I'm figuring this out, guys, okay? I will say hi to Superman for you. Have a beautiful, beautiful morning. I have to make Mr. Leonardo's breakfast. Bubbies, you want your breakfast, buds? You want your beefies? Leo? 
Bugs. He's ignoring me. He wants his breakfast because mommy made me him kidney yesterday. You want your kidneys? He's still ignoring me. Um, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I said I said fuck earlier. Actually, I remember that. Um, <laughs> have an amazing day, everybody. I love you all. I have to go. I have to go. Oh, thank you. I got a lot of people like that comment from House and Habit. And then I started arguing with somebody. I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> okay. Got to feed the little nugget. He's mad at me. He's not talking to me because I didn't feed him breakfast before the live. So I got to go feed him. Have an amazing day. I will see you guys Wednesday.